Hi there! I'm Trunks from Dragon Ball Z Abridged, and these are the Anime Egotists. You know, in the future, podcasts are a little bit different. They're actually from pods. You know, people trying to hide from the androids and everything. I had a favorite podcast for a while, but it got cancelled. By the androids. They got killed by the androids. Don't get killed by the androids! And welcome back to the Anime Egotists, where Cell wouldn't try to absorb us. We're not worth this time. No, no we're not. Anyways, my name's Alex, and I'm not gonna hate on you if you like Teen Titans Go, but I miss the original Teen Titans. I completely agree, and I'm Richard. That is correct, and you guys have seen some of our past videos where we talked about characters we've wanted more from, characters that we like but other people don't, characters that we hate but other people don't, but that sort of thing. But mm -hmm. there's a lot of guiltiness, there's a lot of shame to watching anime in my opinion, and characters kind of are the reason for that at times. Yeah, there are a lot of characters that people really like, but I just don't know why they're liked, and even some characters that I really like, I don't know why I like them that much. That is correct. But in life, we're allowed to have guilty pleasures. We're allowed to have characters in anime. Things in life that we like, but we don't really have an accurate reason. Like, if I had to write a paper on some of these characters and why I like them, I don't think I could do it. Yeah, that's very true. And the sad part is, some of the, so there's some really awesome characters that are like that throughout anime. Yeah. But that's what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about the characters that we like, but we're not completely sure why. Are there any other criteria or details we need to go over? Not particularly. Some of these could be main characters, some could be, like, only in the anime for a short time. And I think it'd just be better if we just kind of get started and talk about the characters as best we can. That's right. But before we begin, and I know I did this last week and I don't care because that was a dumpster fire, here, I want to, all, as always, thank our good friend Tosif Ahmed, who always does the thumbnails for a lot of the commentaries on the channel. I'm going to keep it short and sweet, but thank you, buddy. Yes, it's much appreciated. Alright, do you want to go first? Because I don't know how to go first with mine. Sure. Um, so... I'm going to start with a character called Gabiru from um, the time I was reincarnated as a slime. Okay. He's he's the son of the king of a group of, I think they're called the Dragon Newts is their full title, but he's just so stupid and yet I love him. <laughs> like, he's Pretty much if a monster gets a name, in this case Gabiru, they get uh, a power-up and they become stronger. They can't name themselves, they require someone with the power to give a name to be able to do it, which is the main character, the slime, has that power. And so Gabiru is the most powerful, pretty much, of his race because of it at first. And it all goes to his head and he's, like, he, he feels like he's so much better than everybody else. And such a dick, but he's as I said, it's also he's really stupid. He gets taken advantage of, 
And then when he becomes an ally for the slime and all that later on, it's just one thing after another. He's constantly in the background. He gets shoved to the back. And you'd think he'd just he'd be such a stupid and such a bad character, you wouldn't like him. He's just funny how stupid they make him. I'm glad you feel that way because I'd like to think other people feel that way about us, but I think our charm runs out at that point. We have charm? Once again, good point. But <laughs> it's a show I kind of... I, I don't think it goes into the realm of shows I want to give a shot, but it's not necessarily a show I'm avoiding either. So maybe one day, but I can co-sign on to that based on the little I know. All right. So your first one? Okay. Normally this character would be the number one character on this list because I've kind of talked about them before. And every time I bring her up, you seem to forget who she is. But since she was the inspiration, I wanted her to be the first character on my list. Ursula from Pokemon. Okay. Ursula is basically Dawn's rival after she's gone through her whole crisis of confidence thing. The second she shows up, she it's apparently she was in the Wallace Cup but got eliminated very early on and nobody really noticed or paid attention to her or anything. But she's so petty and vindictive that you think, oh, she's going to be big. She's going to be huge. She doesn't win a single ribbon on screen. She's pretty much utterly pathetic, but there's something about her that I find kind of hilarious. I don't think it's necessarily anything she's saying in particular. It's just something about her determination and failing all the time that I kind of find. In some cases, I kind of root for her over Dawn at times. I, I don't know. There's something about Ursula that I find endlessly hilarious, and I don't know what it is. Yeah, unfortunately, it seems like a lot of Pokemon rivals, especially when contests were the big thing, they may get one ribbon on screen, at least where you get to see the whole contest. But after that, they either win them off screen or end up not making it into the finals because they... Uh, didn't win enough so i can understand that but I, I have vague recollections but not enough to really i haven't it's been years since i watched black and or uh diamond and pearls series so i don't really remember much of dawn's rivals the only thing i really remember about her was she sent out two eevees in a battle once and people were like why two eevees that's kind of a weird thing but then she threw a water stone and a fire stone at two of them and they both evolved during the battle, I'm like, oh, that's, you can do that? You can, no. I, I mean, nobody's stopping her, so I guess she's allowed to do that. It's a one-time trick, though. Yeah, but at the same time, I'd be like, okay, no one else has done this, you win. Just just move, move on, move on to the next round. The only, and I want to talk about this too long, but the only thing that you and I have ever mentioned her in regards to that is that we uh, I, I really didn't want to bring this up, uh, is that we gave her somewhat of a bigger role with Lucas in the Diamond and Pearl anime, but that, it wasn't much of anything. It was just a, it was just a crush that doesn't amount to anything. Yeah, I, I can, I'll co-sign on to that, though, with her, she, especially because the one I remember more of is uh, Dawn's original rival, who's more of like her friend rival. Zoe? Yeah. Oh, Zoe was great. But she's in it a lot more, I think, so they just, I know her more, a bit more because of that. 
Yeah, like I said, she doesn't do a whole lot, but she's endlessly funny. All right. Is that our next video? Is that our next video just random anime pairings where we just pair two characters together? Because I'm not ready for that. No, I, 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 we can't do that yet. The keyword there was yet. <sighs> Great. Let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> All right. So this one. I might get flack for from the My Hero fan base, but it's Bakugo. I know people people will give all these reasons for liking him, and I do like him. I don't know why. He's, especially in the anime, at least up until the point we're at now, he's not a good person. He's pretty much told people to kill themselves on a regular basis. He's the definition of a punk. He's not supposed to be, he's not heroic in the traditional sense. And it's just, you would think that based on his personality, you wouldn't like him. But with him being so aggressive, I don't know what it is about him that I and so many other people find that they like about him. It's really a weird combination. Are his fights at least cool? They are. He's always been strong and you see him. And they actually have like explanations. Like you'll see other people like make all these maneuvers in the air and it's like well how did they move themselves in the air if they're it's really hard to turn yourself if you don't have momentum already he because of his power and explosions he's able to actually change directions and it makes sense so his fights are really interesting to watch because of that I haven't seen my hero, but I get the feeling I would not like him. Maybe I'm wrong. Like I've said, there are characters that I've said I'm not going to like them, and then I grow to like them, but something about him doesn't sit right with me. Exactly. I have that still deep down, but it's something, some parts of me really like him, and I know, because I know what happens in the manga, that there is growth somewhat, but, I mean, to go from telling the main character to kill himself in the first episode to this guy's going to be a hero one day is kind of iffy. And so that, but that's the weird part is still liking him even after that. I don't know why. Yeah. I, I can kind of understand that. Then again, we're not the best people either. So I, I I'm not really sure Bakugo's morals are exactly the problem with him. Yeah, I can understand that. But yeah, I, I, I guess I can co-sign on to that. Alright, your next one? Alright, I, I fully expect to take the beating for it, if you somehow remember these characters. Penny and Yuri from Zatch Bell. Do you, rem I, you don't remember these characters, do you? I don't. I'm going through each pairing again, over and over again. Which one is this? They have the water spells. Okay, I, I vaguely remember them. It's been so long. I, I keep hoping we'll hear more about the Zatch Bell reboot second series. I'll, I'll talk about that. I'll talk about that in a little bit. But basically, Penny and Yuri don't really... I will fully admit, they're... Pe Penny is obnoxious. I will, fully give, I will fully give anybody that. Because her gimmick is basically, oh, well, I was friends with Zatch when we were in the Momoda world together. And I ended up with a crush on him, so he's going to remember me. Obviously not knowing that Zatch had his memories basically taken away from him. And so when they first meet, he's basically like, hey, um, who are you? And 
unintentionally breaks her heart. Meanwhile, her partner, Yuri, just... He's not the most developed character, but at the same time, he's kind of like, you know, if it gets you to shut up, I'll do anything. I'll save the world, I'll destroy the world, anything just to get you to stop at this point, which, if you have pets or kids, is probably something you've thought of in the past. But the thing is, they're good fighters. Like, they almost beat Zatch and Kyo if it wasn't for Tia and Megumi showing up. And admittedly, their motivation is super flimsy for joining Zophis in the Momoto War arc just, because, just to get back at Zatch. But I don't hate these characters for some reason. There's an odd charm to them and their dynamic. I, I don't really know what it is, to be honest. It's been so long since I've seen enough of Zatch Bell to truly remember them. I'll co-sign onto it, but this has just made me realize I need to go back and watch the series again. It's if been you can somehow find it. Yeah, that's the problem. That's yeah. why we keep we keep asking for a new a redo of the dub or a fully subbed version. I I and the the crazy thing is about these characters is they actually do have a redemption. They somehow cram their redemption into like one or two episodes and it out of the honest, it doesn't even feel all that forced. I don't know. I guess I just kind of appreciate how, especially at one point during their battle with Zatch, Zatch is like, all right, all right, I'm sorry I forgot you. And she's like, oh, okay, we're good. You want to go out? And he's like, I don't really know if I can because I don't remember you. I'm like, Zatch, you were this close. You were this close to just... Uh. They, like Penny and Yuri, they have an odd charm to them and admittedly some really cool battles. Yeah, as I said, I vaguely remember their battles, and as I said, this really does make me go, wow, I need to rewatch that Zatch Bell series. Dude, the manga's in <laughs> I've been reading the manga of the new series. It's insane. Like, it's it's getting kind of crazy. I managed to avoid spoilers because I keep hoping to hear that we'll either get, we're getting a reboot and then a continuation, but... I'm not that, pa I'm not that patient. Yeah. I usually wait until I get to that point but and i'm getting close so i'll find it eventually and rewatch yeah but for now the penny and yuri if you if you guys are curious about the manga as someone who doesn't read manga all that much i say check it out okay i may have to give it a shot then at least there i know i can finish it the, the original series as well all right so my next one go for it so this is what i think you might be able to talk about at least a little bit and that's Usopp from One Piece. Not the One Piece character I thought you were going to say, but go for it. I I kept thinking, it's like, which... I, I knew I wanted one, and there's a few that are not as well-developed, but I mean, when you think about it, we got very heavy backstory for Nami, Robin, uh, Sanji, and Zoro. Frankie had his own, and, his, and Brooke had his own as well. Usopp was just the liar, so he's very, if you think about it, he's actually a lot less developed than the others, at least with backstory. Oh, completely. But I thought, I just find Usopp funny. I do too, but I also find, like, especially when I was first starting, it's like, I'm gonna hate Usopp. Usopp was actually one of the reasons I would not go uh, watch the series back when I was, uh, before I decided to sit down one time. I just, I don't know what it was. I I always heard he was really annoying and I didn't want to watch it because of him. But after watching the first few episodes, I was like, ah, he's a little annoying, but 
he grew on me, especially once we got to like the Water Seven in the Annie's Lobby arc where he's uh, Sniper King. It's like he, I sort of realized he may not be the bravest character, but he'll still stand up and stuff. So I, I slowly grew to like him, but I still don't know why I like him. That's the weird part. I think what solidified me liking him, and I know this took a while, was when he stood up for the ship. The ship. It's like everyone's like, we have to basically say goodbye to the ship. And he's the one person who's like, no, no, this ship has been with us for so long. And I know a lot of people don't like that he and Luffy had a falling out at that point. At the same time, though, I never brought myself to hate him for that, especially when they reunite, reunited it at the end and he apologized for it. What's up? As much as I think to myself, I'd have to smack him every now and then, he's never somebody who I would think I can go on without him. Like, he's somebody who, if he died in One Piece, I would be a little sad about that. I'd be like, oh, man, that looks off. Yeah, I, I just don't know. And it it's interesting to see, like, like what's happening with him it seems like constantly where he's um constantly being considered one of the strongest people in the world like he's i think his nickname now literally is god usab well like i said he's <laughs> gonna take out blackbeard and that actually is a fan theory that he might actually do that <laughs> on complete accident though yeah I mean, th that's the weird part about usab is and the sad part is people say that it could actually happen because he's just that undefined of a character. He's done some stuff that it's like, wait, he took out this person and he unlocked character randomly or um, powers randomly. Yeah, but like I said, Usopp. But the less he says about, I do remember one episode, though, where he, instead of saying, oh, it's raining, he said the cloud is going potty over the city. So it's a wonder how why I still like him, but I, I can co-sign. There's not really a reason for Usopp at times. As I said, uh, yeah, I, I, as I said, I just, I still can't figure out why I like him, but I like him. <laughs> yeah, I, I can, I can completely agree with that. All right, your next one. All right, Tetsuko Murata from Gintama. Okay. I'm going to be honest, she does not do that much in the series, but she's part of the Benny Zakura arc, probably one of the best arcs they've done in the whole show. But, but she basically helps Gintoki and the others during that because she gives them more enhanced we weapons until, because one of the main villains has basically a sword that's fused with him, and it's mechanical and everything, she basically, to honor her brother's death, death, because her brother died at the hands of this villain, and she basically helps Gintoki and the others get through it. Like, say, hey, here, here, here's what you can do to get rid of it. Here's what you can do to get past it. She really doesn't do that much else throughout the series. Like, maybe you'll see her every 50-something episodes or so, and she's just sort of in the background. But there's something cool about her, and I don't really know what it is. She's kind of, she doesn't have a lot of funny moments for Gintama, at least, but there's something about her calming, like, kind of shy presence that's, it's, I don't know, something about it just feels kind of relaxing at times. And I, what, do I need to see more of her doing stuff? Not necessarily, but there's something about her that she has a quiet, charming, yet kind of badass aura to her. 
she sounds like an interesting character. I I don't think I was in the room when you were watching this arc, or if I was, you didn't point it out. Um, so I don't know her. I again, Gintama's on my list to eventually watch. I just don't know when I'll have the time to watch the hundreds of episodes that it has. Yeah, I understand. So, but maybe one day I'll sit down and watch it. I know that arc in particular they've made into like a movie, and so from what I could tell, from what I've heard, the movie does pretty it pretty much just as much justice as the show does. Okay, that's good. I, I that's one thing we may want to do a discussion on is original anime movies versus anime movies that retell arcs. Yeah, that could be an interesting topic. But yeah, yeah, it could be. Not to mention, it's also dubbed, so that I know that's a big help for you. Yeah, because if I can do something else while I'm watching, it helps out a lot. So I might give that a consideration. Yeah, there's a there's one anime on my list that I've started, but it's not. It's really really new, but I do kind of want to check out the dub because it's not like the subs bad. It's just I feel like I can just digest the dub easier. Mm-hmm. But it like helps I said, with description sometimes. <laughs> yeah, but like I said, Tetsuko Murata, not the most interesting or developed character, but she doesn't really have to be. I just like her. She's kind of cool, and I'm not really sure why. All right. All right, so my next one is Loxus Dreyer from Fairy Tale. He's... How to put him? He's He starts out as a antagonist for the series. He's part of the same guild and all that, but he pretty much wants to take complete control because he feels that they've become weak because of some of the newer members. And he's really not a good guy. And he doesn't actually go through like a big redemption arc. It's just he gets banished from the guild at the end of his bad guy arc. And then like four arcs later, he shows back up to help save the day and is welcomed back with open arms. And it's like, you think that that wouldn't work, but somehow it does. I don't know why. You, I do really you think it would have been better if it was a case of, like, do they at least do the thing where it's like, not necessarily I'm trying to redeem myself, but it's like, I'm helping you kind of because it benefits me most if you guys win. Is it at least that? Not even that, really. It's It's never really explained why he shows up. I think it, that is, there are some parts I don't know if I like about it, but him as a character, I like, because he's, he really is badass, but his arc does, doesn't feel complete, in all honesty, because as I said, he starts out as a bad guy, the arc he shows up for, they're on like a island that only they, the fairy tale guild can enter, and he shows up to help save the day and there's not really a reason for him to be there he's not technically part of the guild anymore so he's not supposed to be there anyway and just he just shows up and they talk about well he got uh told that he was doing was wrong and that they can become stronger to defeat him and it's like yeah, that's great but that's not enough for him to actually have changed in my opinion so it's a really weird thing but he does have some pretty cool moments through the series but it's just not necessarily enough but i still like his character what is his magic what is his magic he's the um 
he has lightning magic, but then he also um has like an artificial stone implanted in him that has gives him the lightning dragon slayer magic. So he has extra powers through that. That actually sounds really cool. Yeah, he, I think the only reason I like him is because he's kind of a badass, but that's about all he is. It's the sad part. Yeah, though to be fair, sometimes that's all a character really has to be. Yeah, I wish his arc was better, but I. So I don't know if that, that's kind of where my counting gets. It's like normally I really like characters that have good development, go through a nice arc, and his arc isn't, as I said, isn't great. So that's why I'm quite questioning it. I mean, it would be kind of weird if you're like, no, I hate when people go through character development and arcs and everything. I want people just to stay as horrible as they are, which, to be fair, that's how I feel about Harley from Pokemon. I never want him to develop. I just want him to stay a horrible person for the rest of his life. But I, I can co-sign. Like you with Gintama, Fairy Tale is something I do want to give a chance. It's it's just a matter of, I don't want to sit through thousands of episodes. And I completely understand. There are is a lot and eventually it, it's on the list to eventually watch for me for gintama i don't know about you for fairy tale but slowly but surely but from what you've told me i can skip the zombie ichia arc episode or whatever that was yeah it's one of the worst episodes i've ever seen of anything <laughs> yeah I, oh i can't wait for that sequel because i have some bad stuff but i can co-sign based on the little i know all right my next one go right ahead okay i know this is a relatively popular character in anime in her in anime but i never really understood i feel like this is a character i was supposed to hate but i don't hate them and that's patty thompson from soul eater okay i don't really get it she's so bubbly and happy all the time i and border I, I honestly don't even know how to describe her personality beyond that. But she's also like completely chaotic and crazy at times compared to her sister Liz and her mice her weapon meister kid. Yeah, that's his name, kid. Mm-hmm. But for some reason I find myself not hating her. I find myself like, oh Patty's on screen, that's cool. Well like like there are moments where she will snap and snap either just jokingly or moments where she like, hey, open the damn door. We're here. Hurry up. up. And it's kind mm-hmm. of terrifying. Hey, but like, with the character this happy and bubbly, you think, oh, Alex is going to hate her. But I, I, I don't. Maybe it's because she's the bright spot in a, at moments that get kind of dark for the series. Maybe it's just, I, I don't know. I don't know. She's a com- she seems like a comforting person. Not someone I'd want to hang out with one-on-one, but... Patty's not bad. I don't know. I can completely co-sign. I mean, you would think, yeah, she might fall into the category with um, Dark Star, not Dark Star, um, Black Star. Black Star, that's it. Um, Where he's, he's pretty much, like, they pretty much made him, like, Naruto, but way too much energy and stuff, and he's not, He's really annoying, and I actually don't like him. But she has a good rapport with uh, her sister Liz and De- and Kid Death and all that because 
they're almost like her and Kid Death are almost exact opposite personalities, it seems like at some point. And that plays well off of each other. Yeah, and I guess you could say Liz is more towards the middle, like kind of playing Peacemaker. Although, to be completely honest, I feel like all three of them are kind of crazy in their own way. I think everybody in that show is pretty much crazy. Which is why we would fit perfectly. Yeah, but we'd probably be background students and that would be it, unfortunately. <laughs> I don't know. I think me being your weapon of a nunchuck, of nun, I don't even remember what, what the weapon we decided for us would be. Regardless, pa Patty, she's the, Patty Thompson, she's, there's an odd charm to her. And like I said, I don't completely know why I like her as a character. I completely agree. And I'll, I'll co-sign on to that one. Alrighty. All right. Honorable mentions time, I believe. Let's do it. All right. So my first honorable mention is um, Loot from uh, Ascendance of a Bookworm, or I think that's the name of the series. It's been a while since I looked it up. Um, he's almost overly generic, unfortunately, and yet he and the uh, main character, mine, fit really well together, especially at the start. Um, his, um, he actually does start out kind of as a, in a bullying sense, unfortunately, but grows, but he grows out of it and, but he gets, there's parts of his story that are really interesting and stuff, but not necessarily the best. So it's just kind of a weird thing. Um, he, like his family is in like the lower ranks of like a feudal system they're not they're peasants then like a middle class kind of a small middle class and that are it's a merchant class that's it and then the nobility and Lutz actually wants to improve himself and become a merchant and gets all this progress and is ostracized by his family because he's trying to improve himself so there's lots of growth with him and stuff um He's like the first person who actually helps mine to achieve her goal of making a book. And he actually, you actually see him grow and develop from kind of a, like as a little kid, a little shit pretty much to being a, uh, a really nice guy and stuff. So he has a bit more of a character arc so far. I know he's still in the series later on. I just, I haven't seen season two yet. I keep meaning to start it because I know that's out now. I haven't seen the show and I've heard little to nothing about it. So I guess I have to co-sign. Yeah, it's um, Isukai. Of course. It is. But not, but not like a big adventure. It's um, a young woman's who was like a librarian is reincarnated into another world. And all she, he wants is to, have books again and it's a feudal system where the printing press hasn't been invented yet so there's books are a rarity and are handwritten pretty much so it's taking her it's her adventure of at least as of the first season i don't know about second season or beyond because it does get a bit of magic and stuff in the end of the first season so Dobbin rampa is boring to you really i don't know <laughs> 
this series is actually i don't know why i find it interesting but i actually found this series really interesting i i, I guess i i guess i can co-sign on to that all right your first honorable mention all right, I put her as an honorable mention because, in all honesty, I like I said, I've seen very little of this show because it's relatively new. I kind of just want to show off that I'm actually watching newer shows. Chisato Nishigiki from Lycoris Recoil. Okay. Okay, she's the main character of this show, and okay, I'm not even completely sure how to explain this show, but it's basically. I'm going to be honest, the first episode was a little bit of a hard sell. It's basically the police are basically taken over by high school girls, because, um, why not? Okay. Yeah, uh, but at the same time, though, Chisato's, like, this happy-go-lucky person, but she's not inherently stupid. She's actually smart. Like, she's able to dodge bullets basically like they're nothing. Thing. And I guess even though I've seen very little of her, I just sort of appreciate, I guess in a sense, her kind personality. At the same time, though, like, it's, I'm very early into the show, so I don't exactly know why I like her. She's just one of those characters who I saw the first two episodes, I'm like, huh, I'm waiting to hate this character. Still waiting. Still wait. Oh, I, I guess I, I don't. This hmm. is weird. Yeah, I haven't. I've taken a kind of a break this season. I haven't picked anything up yet, so I, um, I don't know much about what's been coming out. And I need. I meant to go through the list and see what's coming out on Crunchyroll and stuff, but I haven't yet. Yeah, I'm still in the middle. I'm still in the middle of Dororo, and I had to take a little bit of a break for some other stuff. But it's also it's also really solid so far. Yeah. All right. She's also. Maybe she gets worse, but I'm enjoying her at this point. And I, like I said, I kind of don't know why. Okay, I'll co-sign. I don't know. As I said, I haven't gone through everything this season, so I don't really know what's big yet. I honestly probably didn't even do that good of a job describing the show. But I'm trying to be as explain as basically as possible. Yeah, especially if it's brand new. I don't want to give up too many spoilers for uh, stuff that's like coming out or just or just started for people who want to give it a shot exactly all right so my next honorable mention go for it so this one was a weird one i watched a while back and that's uh well he's from the show that i watched a while back and that's uh gene otis from aka 13 it's a kind of political thriller um following a um investigative branch of the government where he's pretty much trying to figure out who's going to who's trying to cause a rebellion and uh take down their monarch from what i remember and um his whole goal is to figure it out but there's this whole background where the rebellion's actually trying to make it look like he's actually the one trying to do it so that they can either put him on the throne or uh have him kill the king and his family and then uh have him executed as the traitor and it's just you you watch these step-by-step stuff but overall gene is actually kind of a boring character in and of himself um he's 
I mean, he's a little bit of a badass in some things, but it's not a big action anime. Um, like the his best scene comes when um, the crown prince is coming to pretty much announce the closure of their organization because the crown prince is uh, thinks that they're not needed, even though they've produced all this evidence of a coup's about to occur, and they fake that the the coup's happening under his orders, and he's like. And he goes to the crowd and he's like, and this is why you need us, pretty much. And it's just, it's kind of a weird show. Well, not a weird, it's a nice political thriller. But he, and while he is the main focus and the main character, it's not, he doesn't have a, re, like a great personality, yet he's still a, really fun to follow. Okay, I'm looking up this show, and it's, I'm gonna be honest. I completely forgot this show existed. I feel like it was something that was on my list to watch, but I just it just completely passed over me. But yeah, I I, I guess I'll political stuff is kind of hard to sell me on. The world we're living in right now is not really encouraging me to do it. I don't know why I watched it. I, I it just sort of I think I may have gone to like a random anime generator and hit it a few times until it and the, until it came up with something on Crunchyroll or Funimation, and I was like. Okay, I'll watch that. Click and watched it. I actually got into it, which I was surprised. I was thinking it might. I thought I was going to watch like the first episode and go, "Nope, not for me." And X out. But yeah, but like I said, I guess I can co-sign on to that. All right, your next honorable mention. Okay, Dawes from Attack on Titan. Okay, I kind of just appreciate not his optimism, but his realism. Like we're all probably like he's cowardly, but. At the same time, he's he wants to protect his family. Like he does grow in some aspects of growing from super cowardly to I'm gonna do this to protect my family, even if he ends up being completely selfish in the end and ends up dying. At the same time, though, I appreciate. I, I guess it might be his realism of we're all going to die and there's not a whole lot we can do about it, which you might hate him for. But at the same time, it's Attack on Titan. He's not completely in the wrong. I don't know. There's something about Dawes in particular that I can't fully bring myself to hate. I can understand that. I it's I need I need to go back and rewatch season one and watch all of the rest of it because has it actually finished yet the anime or is it still on no, the final season? I think season, the anime like, is coming. 50? I think the anime is coming back in like a couple months or something like that. I don't know. I know it's on like the final season, but the final season's like four seasons in length. It seems like now. So I, I guess, dude, just get Attack on Titan two and you'll the the video game and you'll you'll you're pretty much set after that. Okay, maybe I will. I don't know. I got as I said, I want to watch it because I really did enjoy season one, but it was harder to watch season two when it was coming out week by week versus it all being out at one when I watched the first season. Hey, hey, we we used to grow up on watching anime week by week by week. You should be stronger than that. I know, but some series, it's just better to binge, especially when, because season two, if I remember correctly, they do a lot of info dumps, especially in the first few episodes where stuff's revealed in season two, if I remember correctly. Uh, eh, so yeah, it was, I guess, trying to remember yeah. the first part was kind of more difficult then. Yeah. Also, the creator said that apparently Dawes is the character that he's probably most like. And to be fair, if I was in the same situation, I'd probably be the same way. 
No, I can understand that. It's like, well, I'll try to keep us alive as long as possible. I may die, and I'm actually prone to die. I will. Yeah, but I don't know. I I like Dawes. Maybe the video game him just has more charm, and that's what helped. But I don't know. Dawes isn't too bad for me. Okay. All right. My last honorable mention is uh, Irma Kuhn, or Irma from... Uh, I was like, Welcome to Demon School, Irma Kuhn. Yeah. It's not a good sign when I'm able to tell what the shows on your list are. Yeah, I know. I need to add more to it and go back through everything I've seen, but he's really a weird character. I don't know why exactly I like him. He's nice and all, but he's overly nice, it feels like, a lot of the time. He's... Um, he can't, at least at the start of the series, he can't say no to anyone. He has a kind of interesting story arc where he becomes like Dark Irma or something, and he's very more of like a punk in style. Like in the anime, you would typically get to uh, describe someone as a punk. Um, but other than that, he doesn't really change all that much. He's just he he's way too nice but yet and i usually hate that when some when they make a character that's yes i can do that yes i can do that and always seems to be smiling or overly happy this time it actually felt good for some reason i don't know why based on all you've told me some of these characters do kind of go through a lot so maybe it's a sense of somebody being nice and helpful to kind of like offset some of the stuff these people are going through maybe it's just a comfort sort of thing i don't know there are characters like that where i'm like you don't get the most to do but you're really nice so i like you yeah that could be it i just i don't know it, it he seems like he should be really annoying just because of how like how it feels like he's written but maybe he's Maybe that's it. Uh, it's kind of hard to tell. Um, you know, it's not necessarily that he's a yes, I can do it and happy about it. It's that he was so maybe yeah, because he was so uh, kind of abused in his original life that he it's like you feel bad because he's kind of forced to say yes. That's what he's been trained to do is that everything's yes, I can do it. And, yeah. If you ever watch Chobits, which I'm not going to force you to do or anything, I want the main character, Hideki, is kind of like that. Like, he's also known as a really nice guy who wants to help people, but it doesn't feel as annoying. So if you ever watch the show, I kind of want to get your take on him because he's an, he's kind of interesting in how kind of uninteresting he is at times. Hmm. Okay. I don't know. Chobits is one that I've thought about watching it's not necessarily made a list but it may jump up to like the top of a list one day where i'll just watch it all of a sudden i i will tell you straight up you can skip the underpants episode okay but i'm not going to give you any more context than that but it's kind it's kind of one of those so bad it's good episodes okay but yeah welcome to demon school iramakun I've actually really been tempted to give it a shot over these past few days, but maybe sooner rather than later. I'd like to get your take on it. I've seen at least 
through the first kind of arc in season two and then and and then i stopped because i think it went on hiatus and forgot to go back to it yeah anyways my last honorable mention go right ahead hayate from naruto okay do you remember hayate the name's familiar. I know as soon as you tell me what they do, I'll remember exactly who they are. He was the proctor for one of the tuning exams, and he was the guy who coughed all the time. Oh, him, yes. Okay. I don't know what it was, but as a kid, I was always so fascinated by this guy. Like, why is he coughing all the time? Does he have some sickness or some badass power or something like that? I was always kind of interested with him, and then he died, like, really easily. But the hilarious thing to me is... Look, not all the tuning exam fights were great. Some of them were great. Some of them were pretty terrible. At the same time, though, he's barely moving throughout it. And he's kind of just, I don't know. I don't know how he survived the Rock Lee and Gara fight that whole time. Is it he, like, I know it's, um, uh, the, all the, uh, Jonin teachers that stopped Neji, but isn't he, like, involved in that in some? Like, I believe so, yes. Like, he's, like, also. St like stopping Neji at one at somehow. Yeah, it's him, Kur, and I, and a couple of, and some others. And Guy, because Guy stops actually grabs Neji. Yeah. So yeah, it, it so I mean that puts him close to their level at least, right? Based on that, so that's kind of awesome. Yeah, like I like I said with, <laughs> with other characters, do I necessarily need to see more of him? Not really, but. There was something about him that when he died, I, I, I was kind of sad. And he gets ends up getting brought back, and his wife or his lover or whatever was part of the Anbu Black Ops, and she was cool if only the Anbu Black Ops, you know, did anything. Yeah, I, I hear that there are good parts about Boruto and that some of the newer arcs have been a lot better, but there were, there's so many cool side characters that i would have loved to get like some of their story like almost like a naruto chronicles kind of thing where we get store like stories from people that aren't kakashi naruto sasuke and sakura we follow like guy when he's a, a chunin or a jonin on a mission or this guy or like there's the two guys that try to fool everybody um at the start of the tuning exams which were also pretty cool yeah especially like so like a naruto anthology series yeah just give us more background uh have us learn about the characters because we see a lot of these characters maybe do like one battle and that's in the background half the time and half the time they lose or get or it cuts before the battle ends and we may see him in the background later. Yeah, I honestly feel like Teen Titans could have lived off that for like a good decade or so. Yeah, uh, he also had this technique that involved shadow clones and very early on in Naruto, very few people were using like actual shadow clones and apparently the attack he used on Baki was supposed to be fatal, but Baki's just like, oh, that's cute, but let me show you what I could do, and I've never liked Baki since, because like I said, I like Hayate, and I'm not really sure why. Yeah, is he the one that also had like this, it was like a, some sort of like razor sword thing? Yeah, he, he did specialize in sword techniques. Which is a very rare thing, because I think the only other person we see use a sword on and actually use it as a sword is, like, Sasuke. Yeah. Heck, and, like, he, the samurai. He would have been amazing 
if Hayate had survived and gone to the samurai village for training, he might he very well might have been a really badass character. Yeah, I I wish we got more tech more separate techniques like with weapons, because pretty much after the tuning exams, the weapon ex the only weapon expert we have is Ten Ten and she's an expert in all weapons. I want someone who's like an expert in uh, like the sword and different in throwing stars and stuff like that. That would have been really awesome. Yeah. Then again, maybe I also have to give him props because he, because his, his girlfriend, his wife or whatever seemed really cool. Well, I don't know how long, I think I remember them being friends when they were younger, which to me, like I've said, that's just such a novel concept. Are, a rom-com where the childhood friend won't lose, that, to me, that's kind of a novel concept. Oh, I know. No, but I'll, I'll completely co-sign. He... Because, that was the part, yeah, he seems so weak because of the coughing and all that, and yet he was just... But yet he was seemed to be on par with, like, Kakashi and uh, Kurenai and... Uh, guy who were like strongest people we knew at that time pretty much yeah all right you ready for the final ones let's do it all right so i know i've said that this character is annoying before you you'll know as soon as i say it i've, I've talked to oh. <laughs> why don't you go ahead and say it well i don't think you're gonna be that mad about it it's zenisu from demon slayer Oh, never mind. Uh, he's just... I, I've talked about him being very annoying. Yet he's still endearing somehow. Um, I don't You've know also what... said you don't want to be friends with him. Well, that's true, but I can still like the guy. <laughs> I just don't want to hang out with him because... When he's... I've talked about how his his power kind of awakens when he he's asleep. He can't use his he can only use like one form of his power when he's awake, and then the rest are activated when he's asleep. Um, he's got some really cool powers. He's super fast when he's asleep because his power is the lightning breathing for the Demon Slayer core. Unfortunately, with his personality, he it's. This t stereotypical, he's the horny one of the group. He flirts with almost every beautiful girl that he sees, and um, the one redeeming quality is that he has, at least from what I've seen in the anime, at a certain point he just he gives up on most other girls and just focuses on uh, Nezuko, who he says he actually wants to date and then possibly marry. Good so it's not goody. At least he doesn't like. I've got a crush on her. I want to date and marry her, but I'll flirt with this girl over here. And he has good moments in the um. Uh, got the night district. I forget what the name of it. It's a district pretty much that's full of the um, pretty much full of brothels. Um, I there's an actual term and all that for it and. Japanese culture and it was a big part of it and I just I forgot off the top of my head 
and he has to sneak in and he actually protects um some of the girl uh some of the girls that are working in one from uh the demon and so he has some really nice moments and he has proven that he can be a hero and has given up a lot of the um aspects that I thought were going to be remain a main part of his character where he would be proposing to every girl he sees wanting to get with them and stuff but still being kind of the loser style so in my opinion he's grown a good bit I don't know if he'll continue to grow he had a lot of cowardice as, was his big character flaw as well and he still is kind of a coward but he's proven that he kind of has overcome that in a few of the battles where he's uh despite like other where he would have said in the original in the first time we saw him i want to run or i'm i'm running by and now he, he stayed and fought despite the fact that he knew he'd probably lose i'm based on the little i know about demon slayer he doesn't seem like my personal cup of tea maybe that'll change but i gotta say demon slayer is on like neither list for me it's not it's not a show that i'm like oh i want to give it a chance but it's also not a show i'm actively avoiding either it's weird yeah, I don't remember why I ended up giving it a shot. I When I first heard about it, I was going to Anime Weekend Atlanta in like 2018 when it was first coming out. And you could not avoid it. It was, it was the big show that year and it was just annoying because it was getting shoved down everybody's throats. It was like every single panel seemed to have advertisements for it. There were people like, dressed up in big in all the costumes and stuff and we're talking like about it being oh it's better than everything else it's good and i really do enjoy the show but it was the big one being forced down everybody's throats kind of like my hero i think was the next year was forced down everybody's throats again so like you said it was the big show yes okay yeah, but maybe I'll give it a chance someday. I, I'm not, I, I don't know. I don't know. But Zenitsu, I have to co-sign, but I to, I'm going to be honest. I don't think I'm going to like him. As I said, I think he grows throughout the series, which is nice. So I'm waiting to see the next part to see if he, well, I don't even know if he's part of the next part, but we'll eventually see. Yeah. But anyways, my final character that I like, but I'm not completely sure why, Guilty Pleasure-like character? Yes. All right, I know you, you might, you're going to have a bit to say because we both know this character. From Dragon Ball Z, Zarbon. Okay. I, he's so vain and stuck up that you wouldn't really expect him to be in a show like Dragon Ball, especially with how rough and tough everyone is. But there's something about Zarbon that I can't really bring. Like, I, I actively like Zarbon more than I think most people like Zarbon, and I don't completely know why, what that is. The one technique he has I really like that's not even his transformation is he has an attack that basically lets him teleport, and as he appears in front of his opponent, he blasts them. Other than that, though, Zarbon doesn't have a whole lot, but I still, I don't know why I really like Zarbon. I can understand that. Um, Part of me likes him but part of me also feels like he should have been stronger than he was he's supposed to be uh freezes like number two and 
yet he's beaten pretty easily after uh, uh, Vegeta's Zenkai boost at that point. And it's one of those, I thought he, I would have wished he would have been like more on par with uh, the Ginyu force in strength, at least Captain Ginyu. He should have been as, as strong as him. Yeah, I guess kind of my thing is there are like small glimpses in like Xenoverse and other forms of media that show he's actually not that bad of a person. Like there are moments where he displays loyalty to not just Frieza, but other members of the crew. And also just with his underlings, he's not disrespectful. He's very much like, no, get stronger. We need you to get stronger. But I don't know, there's something to me about Zaraba that's not necessarily I want him to be a good guy. But there's something about him that there's like, you're not a complete monster, are you? I, and I really don't even know why I feel that way. There's, it's Maybe I'm reading too much into it, but I don't know. Yeah, I really don't know. I, I wish... I mean, I know that he'll never do it, because it's that's just how Frieza is now that he's back in the series and, um, and all that. I, he, it might almost make sense for him to... I wish that he had brought... Zerba and Adoria back and given them somehow that they were training and make them Gohan and Piccolo's current strength or have them start catching up to about them. That way, that way we could at least have like a couple good battles where they're because based on my understanding of the series, Goku and Vegeta are just they're not gonna be caught by any of the rest of the Z fighters at this point anymore. I don't I don't know. Pickle they might have convinced me with the last movie with Piccolo, but I'm not gonna get into that too much just in case we, anybody hasn't seen it. Well, we discussed that in that previous video, but I did read they're not making it canon. I looked up an article and they officially said, This is great, we're not making this canon. Okay, but why though? I know. I said the same thing. I was like, because it, it helped them so much. But yeah, so I don't know. If if they can, if they do eventually give them the parks, everybody, like, as far as I can tell, most people really like that movie. So it should, they should make that more canon and help at least bring Gohan and Piccolo up to the same on par with Vegeta and Goku again. Yeah, but also, if Zarbon comes back, he can bring back Scouters, because I miss Scouters. It'd be hilarious if it's like, you know, I only have this because it's actually got my favorite music on it. I don't yeah. need it. <laughs> Not to mention, doesn't he have earrings? Yeah, he, that I think he even has, like, the Pitar. Yeah. yeah, they look suspiciously like Potar earrings, so either it's just a fashion statement or somebody few. Or somebody fused and we're just not aware of it. That'd be interesting if it's if he does come back and it's revealed, oh, by the way, I'm Lesser Kai or something. Yeah, then again, there are moments where it's like, oh, just remove the... Like, if two people have both pairs of earrings on, just remove one of them each, and then they somehow fuse. Honestly, even if he came back, Zarbon wouldn't have to do that much. He honestly probably doesn't even have to come back. But there's something about him that there's there's like an odd charm to him. And maybe even deep down, he might be kind of a nice guy. But I don't know. I, like I said, I found myself enjoying Zarbon a lot more than I should have. And I don't know why. I completely co-sign. He's someone I wish I had seen more of when he was coming out. I, I 
know there's some vague scenes of him uh, from some of the, like, I guess their movies and specials that came out at the end of uh, Dragon Ball Z and I think Dragon Ball GT, where uh, they have uh, people coming back from uh, Hiffle. So it could be interesting to see more of him. And I'm trying to think of they could bring him back and... Well, they brought Ginyu back, but Ginyu was destroyed instantly again, so... Honestly, they should just bring back the whole Ginyu force. Yeah, as long as they have the choreography and similar uh, personalities still, I'd be perfectly fine with that. Yeah, same here. But like I said, Zarbon, you're an oddball, but I still like you. I completely agree. Alright, is it time to close out? Yep. Okay, so anime characters are kind of weird. They have this effect on us like that. So with that being said, guys, who are some of your anime characters that you like but you don't really have that much of a reason? Like a guilty pleasure. Like, you don't have to you don't have to feel bad about liking these characters. That's kind of what this list is. We don't have that good of a reason, but we still like them. There's nothing wrong with liking something just to like it. Yeah, I mean, we went through so many characters. I mean, some of these characters are not good people. Some of them are kind of have annoying character traits, and others we just don't know enough about, and would be kind of interesting to get a bit more information about them. And others of them are Patty, who I'm kind of surprised hasn't tried jumping on our podcast at some point, because it, it seems like something she would try to do. Oh, didn't you notice? She's taken over, like, every video. She just happens to be in the background. Ah, oh, that's not good. She stole one of my jackets, so um, I'm going to need that back. All right. Yeah, but overall, just let us know. And like, you don't like I said, don't be ashamed. Don't don't fret about the characters you like, because you're allowed to like these characters. I don't think we're going to be doing a follow like a reverse characters we don't like but don't know what that that gets kind of confusing. But if enough people want it, then we could. We could at least talk about it. We could at least think about it. That one would be harder because a lot of the characters that I don't like, I have reasons for. So yeah, I don't know if that would exactly work. I think I might have a couple, but we, we but like I said, we'll, like, we'll consider it and work on it maybe in the background. <laughs> yeah, in the real background. But be sure to like, subscribe, comment, and give us a rating and all that other nonsense. And share it with your friends because... I don't know, maybe your friends would like us, but I don't know. But anyways, we will see you guys next time. This has been Alex. And Richard. And you have been listening to the Anime Egotists. Good night. Peace easy.